Nah, it was. Uh, I went to Mallorca actually this summer as well. Uh-huh. So just always Mallorca and holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been anywhere else in the world? Uh, <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> Coming up on the official Celtic FC podcast, we find out more about first team midfielder Odin Thiago Home as he takes part in our special game of first and last. All the eggs, the milk, Everton's fell out and she's just putting SOS into the chat. And we're also joined by women's team midfielder Maria McInerney. This is the official Celtic FC podcast. Yes, everyone, we have Odin Thiago home on the official Celtic FC podcast. Odin, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm good, yeah. I'm very, very good. Yeah, very excited for this. We're going to play a little game of first and last. But first of all, how are you settling into life at Celtic? Are you enjoying yourself at the moment? Yes, I am. Uh, it's been a really nice start. Oh, yeah. It's been perfect. Perfect. That's great. Well, we're going to put you under the test a little bit here. We've seen a couple of your skills in the football park. Let's see what you've got away from it at the moment. So how this works is you'll get the gist of it very, very quickly. We're going to do your first and last. So first of all, very simple. Who was your first ever footballing hero when you were younger? Uh, Messi. Messi, okay. Quite a self-explanatory one, that. Tell us just a little bit about Messi and what, what he means to you. Any memories? Uh, I grew up as a Barca fan, same as my dad. Uh, he went to watch uh, Formula One and he brought back a Messi shirt. I think I was probably like six years old. And since then, I've, I've always been a Barca fan and a Messi fan, yeah. Is that framed pride of place in your bedroom? Uh, no, but I still have it, yeah. yeah. It's very small. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, not Thiago? I thought that might have been your answer there. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Messi is like my favourite player, uh, but I love to, to watch Thiago, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, and last footballing hero, so who's a player you probably look at now and you enjoy watching the most, or is there maybe a player that plays at the same position of you that you always have an eye on? You know, it's still messy, but you know, uh, Thiago is he's more like me, my style of player. Uh, so you know, I love watching him, and and I try to to learn a lot from from the way he plays. So, what was it about Thiago that really just gripped you to love him so much, but then also to change your name? He looks, you know, just so comfortable on the ball. Uh, always have so good time. Knows. Uh, what he's going to do seconds before he gets the ball, you know. So he's just uncomfortable, comfortable, so technical. And, um, you know, it's so it's he's brilliant, you know, mm-hmm. class. Brilliant. Um, so let's take it back as well. And first football memory as a fan, does anything come to mind? Uh, as a fan? Because you're a Barcelona fan. Did you have a local team as well? Yeah, we have uh, Rosenberg. In my hometown, I know Celtic have have uh, played them a couple of times, beat them every time. I think. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, I I am a Rusma fan. I went to a lot of the games, watching play. So probably, yeah, I think so. Going to the stadium. Did you ever go to the games against Celtic? Uh, I think once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Celtic won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and have you got a a memory maybe? More recently, as a fan, have you have you been to any games recently that you've just been as a supporter st- standing in the, the terraces? Uh, you know, in season you don't have a lot of time to travel and see see other teams. But I went once to once to Barcelona to watch them play against Espanyol, 
uh, that was a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. Is that good memory? Yeah, it's a really good memory. Uh, Messi scored twice. Oh, that's and, yeah, yeah. You're time. happy then. You can you yeah. can go home a happy man after that. <laughs> um, right, a couple of non-football ones. Um, can you remember? Take us to what was the first holiday you went to outside of Norway? What's the first foreign destination? We went every summer since I was a kid. So we often go to Mallorca. Okay. Yeah, me and my family to Alicante and. Um, so, you know, we, we go every summer to like Spain often and uh, every winter we go skiing in the Alps. Okay, so you're a pretty nifty, handy skier? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if I'm allowed to here. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say though, because we've got some good mountains in Scotland yeah. in the wintertime for skiing, so you might want to look them out if you're allowed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to ask the medical team. <laughs> um, what was the last holiday you went on? Um, that was this Christmas to... No, it was, uh, I went to Mallorca actually this summer as well. Okay. So just all with Mallorca and holiday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been anywhere else in the world? Uh, <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> and uh, if you were to go on holiday again, would it be Mallorca, you think? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you know somewhere and you like it, then just keep yeah, going. Yeah, um, right, so this one is a, a music question. Who was the first artist that you remember or band you remember listening to or getting into as a child? Mm, artist. It's uh, probably a Norwegian one, I think. So it's not something we'd know? Nah, no. No. What what type so. of music are you into? I just listen to, you know, the top top uh, you know, lists on okay. Spotify a pop mostly. Yeah. yeah. What have you made of your music since coming into Celtic? <laughs> It's okay. It's yeah. okay. But uh, it's not like the in Norway we listen to a lot of Norwegian songs. Here is more like you know English and international Spanish a bit. So which you know, I enjoy. Is there anybody that's played some music in the changing room that you can name and you've thought that's terrible? Uh, we it was someone who played uh, before the game in I think it was against Osaka. I know I don't know who it was, but it was terrible. Was it, was it some Japanese music or is it something? Nah, nah, no, no, it was not Japanese, but it was terrible. <laughs> um, right, so kind of back to sport, but slightly different. What's the first sport, if you could pick another sport to play other than football, what would it be if you could be a professional at? Skiing. Yeah. Not like, you know, uh, like down mountains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, I, I go every, every winter to the Alps. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And... Is it a sport that you would just refuse to play? You would never want to? Maybe something you've done before and you're like, nah. I know chess is regarded as a, as a sport now. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, that's funny. We were having a debate in that in the office the other day about whether chess is a sport. Yeah. What do you think? I think no. Okay. I think officially it's, it's a sport. <laughs> and probably golf as well. I know a lot of people and players here and they play that is a touchy subject if you're saying that yeah maybe i can't say that but (laughs) (laughs) we can delete that back yeah i've I've tried once you don't think go no no i tried once but i was so i was so bad so yeah i think if you're good at it yeah i'm sure a few guys here might take you out and yeah i heard you have like top golf in glasgow yes yeah yes it's near celtic park so you could always, Maybe after a game, yeah. jump over there. <laughs> but no, I, I'd have to agree with you in the in the chess front as well. That was what we were saying. Actually, this is another one completely similar to this. Would you say Formula One is a sport? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, 
Okay, because that, that's another big office debate that we have all the time. Uh, okay. and Just it's... because, you know, the risk and I've seen the, um, the series on Netflix. Yeah. And so much effort and training they do, like, off the track. So, yeah, I think yeah, yeah I think it's a sport, yeah. Right, you're going to make... You've made me happy with that because I like Formula 1, but you've made someone in the office oh, very okay. angry. So, <laughs> I'll need to show them this when we get back. Um, just a couple more. Um, what was your, what was the first time, do you remember, the first time you were stopped in the street in Glasgow? By a Celtic fan? Um, my first day here, some of the players went out to eat. And then we was... Yeah, the, some fans came to our table mm -hmm. and wanted to take pictures. So. How do you find that side of things? I, I think it's uh, it's nice, you know. It's uh, I think you should people give so much of themselves, you know, to to the players and so much support. So you should give something back as well. So mm -hmm. so I enjoy it. And like yesterday as well, people came up to me asked for pictures, and I try my best to to always give some of my time, you know, because. For me, maybe it's only five seconds, but they gonna remember that moment and have that signature or picture for for a long time. Have you had any funny altercations with fans yet? <laughs> uh, no, not no, not yet. No. I'm sure it'll come. <laughs> um, and finally, just to round off on, um, it's not really a first or last, but considering you're still fairly new to the club, what is it you want to achieve at Celtic when? when you look back on your time at the club, I take it here to, to win lots of medals and just to continue the success? Yeah, you know, I've never won something in my life. Like in football, we, we always came like middle of the table. So uh, I came here to, to be part of a, a winning team, you know. I want to, to win medals and trophies and that's what you do in Celtic. Brilliant, Odin. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully... It's a very successful season for the team and for yourself personally. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good man. Thank you. Maria McInerney, thank you very much for coming in and joining us for a game of first and last. People don't actually really know, but this is the second attempt. Yeah, this is the second. Um, <laughs> the last time we tried it, we had issues with the lights they yep. kept going on and off and <laughs> then you had to scram yep so fingers crossed we've just about got there with i this know one. let's hope so <laughs> if not then we're just gonna leave yeah, after we're just gonna, we're just gonna it. have to put it in lots of different parts <laughs> so you're probably one of the only ones that kind of know what we're going to be doing here because you've answered a few of these questions <laughs> yeah. already so it means you've had a couple of days actually yeah. to think about your answers true that is true yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so let's uh, let's kick it Let's kick it off again um, with a nice easy one to begin with. Your first footballing hero when you grew up. So I'd probably say Henrik Larsson was definitely one of the ones looking up when I was younger. Um, I remember my dad telling me stories about him all the, all the time, about the 6-2 game and when he chipped the keeper. Um, Chelsea won 6-2 here. Um, but I would also say as well, like Kieran Tierney was a big one for me. Left-footed player like myself up through the academy um, and he was he was a big game player for us you know like when he was injured and stuff like we struggled so um, yeah KT was up there as well mm -hmm. and the last time you were here I had the same joke with you uh -huh. about Chloe Craig and yeah. Caitlin Hayes um, sorry not Caitlin Hayes but Chloe Craig and Kelly Clark because they're two people that also come through the academy like Kian yeah. Tierney did but from the women's side of thing so um, are they two people that you looked up to when you were of course you know like um, always know who uh, Craigie and Kelly was. So when I joined Celtic, you know it was always 
you'd see like marketing and stuff about the first team and like you'd see them training or playing and you'd be like, like I want to be I want to be there one day and lucky enough now I'm I share a changing room with them do you know what I mean so yeah it's it's definitely they were definitely people we had looked up to. So who's your most recent footballing hero then who's the one person that you watch at the moment and think that's who I look up to or that's who I model my game on who would it be? Yeah like as I said the last time we were filming it um, <laughs> I'm having the same conversation <laughs> um, Kevin De Bruyne's definitely one of the ones like you look up to now the Man City are unbelievable like no one can get near them right now so um, like just winning the treble there um, like that was amazing for them and you know just the way he how he composed he is and just the passes he finds and you know like he's, he's, he's got a good strike on him like scores goals he assists so yeah I think Kevin De Bruyne yeah. is up there do you think he gets into like the all time Premier League 11 in the uh, that is a good question I'm not sure you know there's from what I can remember there's obviously a bit uh, more players that I, I, I couldn't tell you and yeah. I, I never watched um, but like he's he has to be up there like the like what he's done for Man City as well like how many leagues they must have won now with him or how many cups so and he is he's a he's a big game player like you can always rely on him yeah. for big games and turning up so yeah he's a good player yeah I think it's going for me because I mean it's always the whole thing about like Scholes Gerard Lampard and you've got like Roy Keane yeah. Vieira and stuff but I don't think there's anybody that's as good yep. on the ball as the Bruyne. Oh, so for me, he just makes it look so easy. It does, doesn't it? So easy. So, so easy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's admiring. Yeah. Uh, let's move on a bit. Now, I can't actually remember, I don't, can't remember if I've changed up a few of these just to okay. give you some I think this is ones. where we got to the last thing. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Lights are still working. Yeah. <laughs> so um, right. First time you thought you could have a career in football? I would probably say... Um, when I was younger, um, I used to do like football camps up at K Park, and David was actually there, um, and he seen me like because there was a Celtic camp on as well, like one of the soccer academy ones, and he seen me, and he was like, he, one of the guys who worked at K Park at the time, like knew David very well, and he was like, you need to get this girl in train me, and I remember training with the first team the women's team when I was about nine or something like that. I was wow. doing, I'd done a training session with them. Uh-huh. It was when Cara McBearty was there and I remember Cara was coming back from injury and I was doing running and stuff with her at the side and involved in wee games and stuff. Like, I might not be nine, maybe a wee bit older, maybe like 11 or something. And like being there, I was like, oh, like, like this is what I want to do. Like I want to be a footballer. And then a few years later, like David said, like you're always welcome to come back here. And um like that was it when I was fourteen. Like, like I'd left my boys' team, and within two days, like David had already for my dad, the club, eh, like my boys' team, and been like, like let's get Maria in. So I think it was the way that Celtic acted, like how much they showed that they wanted me here, um, made me like have a bit of belief, like okay, like maybe I could be a footballer one day. That's so, amazing. What was the last time then when you saw? I'm going to forget about everything else and it is only football only. because when you're growing up as much as everyone wants to be a footballer there must have been other things you might have been interested yeah. in or you might not have thought football was going to be it so when was the last time you thought about that? It was just like I think the build up of after Covid like I was the one that was training with the first team out of everyone on my team like consistently like, like 
Fran gave me my debut when I was 16 and it was like they they showed that they believed in me and then they gave me um, like the apprenticeship contract. They sent me out alone and were like, we want you to get better for a year. Like go and get better and then go get experience. And it was just like, it was a good feeling like knowing that like they, they trust you and they want to have you here. So I think it was just, it was like that and just having the belief from people outside as well, like mum and dad tell me, you can do it, you just need to, it's just the work you need to put in and like, don't, don't get me wrong, it comes with a lot of sacrifice. Like the amount of times I've had to say no to going out with my friends or family parties, family events, like, because you just can't, like you have to have the mentality of being like, it's just football, like, you have to forget about everything. It's like a bubble and you just forget about everything like I always say like football's not like a nine-to-five job it's 24-7 like you need to constantly be thinking about football um so I think it's when like there was a wee switch and it's like that's your mentality you need to have and that was that was it I'd say. Were you thinking at that time about anything else did you have any other considerations with jobs with universities or anything? I think you know school like I stayed and done my hires in school but it was always like this wasn't for me like I enjoyed school don't get me wrong it was it's a good laugh but um like I just felt like something was missing and I loved football like it was it was my dream to be a footballer so just the full aspect of like I could make it happen like I was ready just to give everything to to do that how were you at school I was good at school yeah. I generally yeah I was good at school what was your um, what was your best subject I'd probably say PE and history. Okay. I was really good at them too. Um, what do you remember from history? What were you doing? Uh, so it was like, and that five, that was like the slave trade and yeah. like the, ra- was that the racism in um, America as well? Or that might uh-huh. have been higher. And then, oh, what was higher? About like the the Russians and all all of that. Like, but So if... if- Time in football comes to an end. Do you think yeah, maybe like history? my uncle's actually a history teacher. Oh, right, um, okay. Yeah, so potentially he's always the one that said to me like, "Do history, do history." But <laughs> um, I think if fo- something was to happen with football, I'd still have to stay in football. I couldn't. I don't know if I could deal uh, with. What would be like? So if you take examples of school, what was the subject that you didn't enjoy the most? What would be like the last thing you'd want to do if you, your career <laughs> But when I remember like first and second year, we were doing home ec and stuff like that. Like I just not like home ec. It was just, it was just, honestly, hundred percent honest. It was just a complete like let's just rip it out the teacher. Like, <laughs> honestly, they probably everybody's home ec like that, isn't oh, it? Oh, I think the teacher aged like but two years every period that they had my class. It was terrible, but it was just a laugh. Honestly, it was uh, honestly. If I think of school, some of the top memories comes. For my home home class. I think everybody's the same. I can speak for myself, but our school and our class was exactly the same because you would you would just like oh take them you in. would take it like a big time oh hundred percent. I remember going in. He's got this this guy. He's just just lost it and he was like throwing tomatoes at the board <laughs> and you're just like what is going on? And then this guy in my class, whatever we're making. He started grating butter instead of cheese, and she's just lost it. The home ec teacher is absolutely lost. Get out of my class! And while he was doing, picked up butter. He started grating it. Just things that when they like be there moments and just yeah. the full class were. Oh, it was so hilarious. What I get from that is that 
I never really want you to cook for anybody no. in this football club. <laughs> On that, see, in general, I'm actually alright in cooking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't mind a bit of cooking. Um, What's your go-to? Probably like a pasta, mm-hmm. um, like a prawn pasta or like nice. a chicken pasta. Okay. Um, oh, okay, actually, I'm, yeah. I'm swaying to that yeah, side yeah, yeah. now. I mean, no, I generally, like, I'm, I, I'm actually quite good at cooking. Like, my mum goes to Gusto's and stuff, so uh-huh. um, I make some of them, but... Yeah. Uh, well, sticking on the theme of food, kind of getting back to this first and last, um, what would be the first meal that you would have on, like, a cheat day? Oh, the first go-to. I like a Nando's. Mm-hmm. I like a Nando's. Nando's is definitely one I would go to. I think Nando's are everything. Like, not Chinese, a pizza. Um, definitely just go Nando's because you still get, like, chicken and ah, you can... It's not, li- it's not bad Yeah, you, yeah, it? it's not... Depends what you get, but oh, yeah. you, you can rip it. Don't get me wrong. There's times where I'm like, right, I've saw the full menu here. <laughs> uh, but I think definitely Nando's. What's your go-to order? Because however you've got one. Yeah, so probably I'd say the wrap. Oh, I'm the same. Cheese in it. Yeah, double chicken uh, wrap cheese for me. Oh, double chicken. Mm. I know, I just get single. Um, spicy rice. And um, if I've not got football, if it's a cheat there, I'll get the chips. chips. The yeah, perry chips. It's got to be the perry chips. Yeah. And what's, what's spice? Hot. I like, and I like a wee halloumi sticks. Ooh. That's a good, yeah. that's a good proper uh, strand. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that is my cheat, my cheat meal. Um, and obviously a Pyrenees. You have to, you have to get a Pyrenees on yeah. the side. That's a good, that's a good order. I'm, I'm all for that. That's right up yeah. my street. What would be the last thing you would want to eat on a cheat day or any day? What's the one thing food? I wouldn't go like, um, like a chippy. Like that would be like the least thing I would yeah. ever, yeah. like. Uh, if I ever have a chippy or that, like you need that, I need to be in the mood for that. Like it's like a one-off. Yeah. Like you need to write off the rest of your week as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally, you like can't have any. No, I know. That's that it. Week. That's it. Um, nah, I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a chippy. Um, yeah. and I feel like I would only get one if it was like you're going to like the beach. It was a sunny day, and you go to like a nice fish and chips. That feels different. Yeah, that yeah. feels different. Not like a, just a chippy in the street. We were ex- it's so funny you said that. We were having this exact same conversation about an hour ago in the office. Talk- I don't know how we got onto it, talking about chippies and going through that whole thing. And it's just the same thing. If you're going to like a nice place, it uh-huh. has to be fish and chips. Oh, yeah, 100%. But if you're just getting a place like the bottom of your street yeah. or something, then you're getting... What would you go for? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Nah. Like that's that. I'd honestly, like, I would never... It would never even cross my mind to go to a chippy, like unless it's generally you're going to the beach, like because you always get good ones down in yeah. the beach that are like good fish and chip shops. Yeah, and you feel a wee bit healthier. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I. No, after bit, it. <laughs> a wee bit healthier than a pizza crunch or, or something. A pizza crunch, yeah. Um, right, so you're stuck in a desert island. Uh huh. Who is the first player in the squad that you would want with you? Ah, good question. I think it will be between Caitlin and Amy G. I think Caitlin, because she's got sense. Um, I know she would look after me. Um, uh, like I think she would know what to do. She wouldn't get pure stressed. Mm-hmm. And Amy G, just because she's got good power. Like me and me and Amy get on. So I'd say one of them too. Yeah, like, you need a good mix of both. Yeah. Someone that's going to look after you. Someone. Yep, that's and then I'd the probably laugh. say like Rach as well. But I don't know if I'd trust Rachel, <laughs> honestly. Well then, flip that. Who would be the last player that you would want with you? Lou. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody is saying No Lou. chance. Absolutely. 
Lou would get eaten by a shark if I was on a desert island with uh, We've done two of these before, um, and both people have said Lou. I'm hoping for a clean sheet <laughs> now, Lou's. I feel sorry for him. No. No? No. She just, she sent something at the group chat on Sunday night. She doped the fridge and all the eggs, the milk, everything's fell out. And she's just putting SOS into the chat and all of us are like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. She's just, oh, Lou would just be the last person I would. <laughs> um, back to football. Can you remember the first goal you scored for Celtic? I can remember the first one for the first team, yeah. but Academy and that. What was the first team one? Um, it was against Dundee United. Um, I'd came on at half time. Um, I remember they were saying that you were. I was unlucky not to start that weekend, and I came on and I like. I think Amy G had a shot and it. The keeper saved it or it. Refl- uh, someone, hit off someone. It just dropped to me and I took a touch and I just I just passed it in the net and I just remember feeling it was oh, it was so good. I think my my dad was more buzzing than I yeah, was, yeah. but. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you Academy. Yeah. Are you like dining off that goal with your family for a good few weeks after that? Yeah, I was happy. I was I was buzzing. I was buzzing. But I think I like I went through a wee stage. Yeah, I think I scored in like three like that goal. There was another goal the next game. So it was like three and three, and then I just kind of no scored, no scored <laughs> as many since. Uh, last question then. So it's not going to be like your last goal, but for this season, what would be your overall goal for this campaign obviously we won a cup last season yeah. what's the ambitions this year I think we all want to win the league we know how close we came to last season it was we were seconds away from doing it seconds um, but we now know what like it can come down to it can come down to goals so we need to know now that like every game we, we just don't stop we go we score as many as we can we put ourselves in a good position um, and we just win as many as many cups as we can, and you know, like the treble's not out the window, and that would I think that's one hundred percent the goal. Um, but I know we all want the league, and to if we win the Scottish Cup three years in a row as well, like that would be huge. And then so. once that's done, celebrate with a full Nando's order. <sighs> I'll be having more than that. <laughs> I'll be having a chippy and Nando's. <laughs> I won't be at the Jockstein. <laughs> well, Maria, thank you so much for joining us. Ever since the lights, ever since yes, I know it has. So we don't need to do this again. So thank you so much. No worries. Perfect.